post-NFL mock draft. What did we see? What did we learn? We'll talk about it right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg talking about a 12-team, three-receiver PPR mock draft that we just completed. Jamie, when can the good people see this on the website? Uh, Probably no later than Wednesday afternoon. Excellent, excellent. So happy Wednesday to all of you. And let's talk about, okay, just for fun here, because this is not (laughs) representative of what's going to happen, but Jamie's the luckiest person in the draft. He took Eckler in round one with the ninth pick. He took Chubb in round two. And then he somehow, 33rd overall, got Najee Harris in round three. Congratulations on winning the draft, Jamie. Uh, Thank you. Uh, I think anybody that's listened to us review any mock drafts or read any of the mock drafts that we've done on the site, I've been taking three running backs in my first three picks almost every time, no matter where I've picked. This draft, however, the way that it felt to me when Antonio Gibson went to Dave with the sixth pick in the third round, I was staring at Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Terry McLaurin, and Najee Harris. Now I have that ranked. Harris, Edwards, Alaire, McLaurin, just because I have all the running backs pushed up. And I was thrilled with any one of those three guys, expecting Harris to be the first one taken. Uh, Dan Schneier, who is uh, one of our editors, and you know, I'm sure you probably follow him on Twitter if you're uh, an NFL junkie, because he's a, an NFL guy for us as well, uh, loves Clyde Edwards, Alaire. But Andrew Balmer, one of our producers at CBS Sports HQ, he took Edwards, Alaire, and then Dan took Terry McLaurin. So I was like, this is this is a gift, <laughs> this huge is, gift. It is ridiculous. Had had all three of those guys been gone, I don't know exactly what I would have done. I probably would have taken Robert Woods, uh, but I also would have considered J.K. Dobbins as well in that spot. Okay, and there were a few running backs that went ahead of J.K. Dobbins, including my pick of Chris Carson, and then Miles Gaskin went, and then Robert Woods, and then I also took J.K. Dobbins. Um, but you know, it is PPR, so Dobbins was not an easy call. How about uh, round three? Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf, Julio Jones, Mahomes, and Ridley. How about Julio Jones going ahead of Ridley? And how about Keenan Allen and DK Metcalf going ahead of Ridley? Yeah, um, uh, just to give you a little peek behind the curtain. So uh, Heath was unavailable for the start of this draft, so I was drafting for Heath. And he said, you know, just follow my rankings. And so I pulled down his rankings. You know, if you go to our, our draft room, for those of you that have used our site before, I have my rankings in the draft room. So does Dave, so does Heath. So I was just following Heath's. Ranking. So he had the first pick, so easy, McCaffrey. And then the 2-3 turn, his highest-ranked player was Miles Sanders, and then his highest-ranked receiver was Keenan Allen. So um, he obviously has Allen ranked ahead of Ridley, which you know is understandable given the circumstances for what the company that Ridley got with Kyle Pitts. You could see him taking a little bit of a downturn, but I would take Ridley over Julio Jones and DK Metcalf personally. So um, Allen's debatable. I don't think Ridley should go behind those other receivers, however. How about this group of wide receivers in round five? And, and we're, you know, I have to pick and choose with five minute show here. Deontay Johnson, Kenny Galladay, Jamar Chase, back to back to back. Deontay Johnson, Kenny Galladay, Jamar Chase. Yeah, in PPR, I have I have Johnson the highest of that group. And if you want to factor in the next receiver that went after Chase, which was Cooper Cup, um, you know, I think he's in that conversation as well. You know, just knowing that he's going to be the slot receiver, or at least see a lot of time in the slot for Matthew Stafford. Um, Galladay is actually the lowest ranked receiver for me of that group. And, uh, not by far. I have chase and I think I have it ranked Johnson cup chase Galladay. And so I'm just a little concerned about Galladay being as productive as he was with Daniel Jones, uh, with all the mouths to feed in that giants offense, knowing that they're going to be a run heavy team with Saquon Barkley back. So, you know, I think Galladay is just a matter of personal preference. If you love him ahead of those guys, I, I, I certainly won't fault you, but I think Johnson, as we saw last year, the targets are going to be up. I think Chase is going to be the number one receiver for the Bengals in a very pass-heavy offense. 
And again, Cup with the quarterback upgrade, I think will benefit. Did anything else stand out to you in this draft? Well, I mean, a lot of things, which is why we'll talk about it on uh, on Wednesday show. But I, I think the rookie running backs were interesting of Harris falling to the third round, ETN going in the fourth round, and then the group that followed with uh, you taking Javante Williams ahead of Michael Carter. Uh, that's going to be one to uh, be a fun one to discuss about the upside of Williams in a probably more of a tandem than maybe what Michael Carter is looking at with the Jets. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't think I, I drafted Williams as my flex, but... I think ideally, if I'm drafting Williams or Carter around round six, it was the end of round five, I don't want to start them week one. Let's see how that plays out. I also did draft Melvin Gordon a a couple of rounds after I drafted Williams. So, yeah, I took Williams in round five and Melvin Gordon at the end of round seven. So I didn't plan on doing that, but I did think that that it was time for Melvin Gordon to go. In fact, a lot of people like Melvin Gordon better than Javante Williams, so... That uh, sort of work. It's not a bad idea. And I will say this, just a blanket statement, obviously, about the Broncos, that we're doing this with the assumption that there is no Aaron Rodgers as of now. If they get Aaron Rodgers, I think almost every player on Denver goes up around. This uh, We're going to talk about this draft on Thursday, Thursday on Fantasy Football Today. So Jamie lied to you, but that's okay. He's on cloud nine because of Najee Harris. We totally understand. We will talk to you on Fantasy Football Today in five on Thursday and on Fantasy Football Today. We're actually going to have a special episode on Wednesday about the schedule, it looks like, the schedule release. So we'll talk to you soon on both shows. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. See you later.